Now, single white males seeking attention must enjoy long walks in his glory. Pina coladas and getting lost in the rain. You've landed in the 50,000 watt zone. And Scott Connor on 770 KKOB. I <laughs> love the Pina Colada song. Walking in my glory. That's right. You've tuned in to 770 KKOB, the Scott Connor Show. I have once again invited my legal correspondent in the field to join us in the studio, Larry One-Liner Hayek, attorney at law. Thank you, Larry, for joining me today. Well, you're welcome, Scott. I appreciate it. There you go. So I uh, walked up to my car uh, this past Sunday, and some crack whore went along, I guess, in the middle of the night and stole my, uh, stole my, uh, my antenna off my car. And I'm just like, I'm so pissed off. That's like the third time that they've uh, broken into my car or, or vandalized my car. And I swear, if I catch who it is, I'm going to beat them down or shoot them. I'm going to shoot them in the leg. I'm going to wing them. And then two weeks ago, I'm in the laundromat and I'm doing laundry. I'm doing, you know, folding the sheets and doing the whole deal. And I know the owner of the laundromat, nice guy. And, uh, and I know something's going weird. Something's going wrong. And all of a sudden, there's just like this ruckus, and there's these two guys, and they're robbing the place. They're robbing the place. So the owner pulls out this, this revolver out of his jacket. I manage to sneak out. I go to my car. I pull my gun out to back him up because the kid started reaching into his pocket and reaching for a gun himself. And so then the kid saw that I was behind him, and he ran off into the night with a blanket. And I'm just like, you know, I thank God we are allow- we're allowed to have guns. I love the Wild West. This is like one of the only states left where you can carry a gun on your hip if you want to, as long as it's in plain sight. And then, and then in San Francisco, now they just announced on the 14th that uh, there's a group of uh, uh, city councilors, five out of 11, who have uh, put together a, a mandate to put on the ballot for people to vote on in this coming November election in 05 that will uh, ban. Handguns or ban all kinds of weaponry from all the citizens in San Francisco. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're, they want to vote on this, so anybody within the city limits of San Francisco will be required to give up their 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 guns within a ninety day period. And so we live in a society where I, you know, the Second Amendment. And so I, I invited Larry to come in because you know he teaches history. He also, he's a, you know, he's our legal correspondent, and. Uh, just, it just, I'm just, I'm just flabbergasted because history, Larry, repeats itself. And and the one thing that when when I heard that what San Francisco is trying to do, it reminded me of my history lessons. And one of the things that Hitler did, one of the first things that he did was to ban guns. And if if the if the if if society doesn't have a, a way to to arm themselves to to protect themselves to fend off you know uh, invaders, and that could be your own government. You know, you end up, uh, you end up like uh, you know the Germans. You end up like the the Christians and the Jews and the and the Gypsies and the retards and and the homosexuals. You know, they just let's kill them all, and they couldn't fight back because there was no guns. So San Francisco, because they're 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 tired of having a a high uh, uh, homicide rate. I guess uh, as of December fifteenth of this year, they have a recorded eighty six homicides compared to the seventy. That they had last year. And I'm thinking, you wimps. In Houston, we had 569 homicides. Like, every year, it went over 500 in Houston. And you guys are just whining about having 86 people homicide. <laughs> well, you know, you know, Scott, Texas <sighs> is a whole other country. Sorry? 
Texas is a whole. Well, I know, but Texas, you know, we have 500 plus. But anyways, can they do this? Will this infringe on our on our Second Amendments, Larry? Our Second Amendments guarantee us the right to bear arms. And I'm not giving up my gun. No. I'm not going to be one of those wussies over in England. Well, the, the right to bear arms is uh, concrete, set in stone, was established when the Constitution was established in 17, uh, ratified in 1791. So the opportunity for people to keep their guns and maintain their guns has been around for well over 200 years. But, but so, so how can they do a mandate? I mean, it, it, isn't it, isn't it, doesn't it go like federal and then state and then local? I mean, a federal law outrules. It's like a bigger stick, man. The United States Constitution is the supreme law of the land. Amen. Okay, but you got to understand that there are restrictions that can be placed on individuals to carry guns. For example, felons cannot carry guns. But, Here in the yeah. state of New Mexico, again, if you want to conceal a weapon, again, you've got to go through a procedure. So... Again, there are restrictions that can be placed upon individuals who want to bear arms. And we're not talking just hunters, because I think that's a separate category. But, but, but no, it's not a second. The, the category is, is that you, the reason that our forefathers were, that placed that into, and you're a history guy, so correct me if I'm wrong. We're going to debate this one out. But the reason our forefathers put that in there was because of the tyranny. And, yeah, we live in the United States of America, but we're also living in a country that... Uh, oh, i got to read this. I pulled this off the Internet. This is great. Violent revolution and resistance to tyranny, however, requires an essential ingredient, weapons. In the absence of weapons, there, are, there is only one course of action in the face of government brutality. That's obedience. A disarmed society is an obedient society, a society in which, at extreme, people obey their government's orders to follow in line into the gas chambers. And that's exactly, that could happen in the United States of America. But weapons is a very large category. You're not talking just guns. I mean, right, I'm not talking guns. I'm talking about assault rifles. <laughs> if I want an assault rifle, I should have an assault rifle. Scott, you with the newsie would kind of be scary. But yeah, don't cut me off in traffic. Don't don't try to rob the local guy down at the laundry mat. I'll pull my Uzi out. Okay, what, what, the punk needs to be shot. Put down. Why would you want to have a weapon that would have the ability to shoot? I don't know. Machine guns are five hundred rounds per minute. The reason I would want to have a weapon like that is Ruby Ridge. The reason I want to have a weapon like that is Waco. I mean, we all, I was in Texas. I was actually there. I mean, I wasn't there at Waco, Waco. I went up to Waco to check this thing out. I actually talked to a, a, a I wasn't DA. Who was up there? I forgot the agency he was with. But, you know, the, that thing, that's a whole other show. You know, but you should be able to protect yourselves. I should give out the numbers, shouldn't I? Uh, 243-3333 if you want to get on this. Uh, should we uh, give up the right to bear arms? If you're out of the calling area, 1-800-460-0770. And then, of course, if you're on Verizon or Altel, it's real easy peasy. It's pound 770. Easy. Should we give up our weapons? Should we be being a... Uh, uh, should, we, should we give up our weapons? I say no. Larry's saying what? What well, are you saying, Larry? I, I see no purpose with respect to assault weapons, Uzis, machine guns. In times of war, different different set of circumstances. But you but you teach history, and you know that our 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 forefathers, in their wisdom, what was the purpose? It wasn't to hunt ducks? 
Well, it wasn't to shoot the neighbor's dog for, for, for urinating on your carpet and burning out the grass. It wasn't for that. It was to keep the government at bay. It was the same thing, you know, that they, they, they put it, in, they put it in, in our structure of our government. It's a balance of power. You have the Congress, you have the Senate, and then you have a third branch of powers, which is the White House. And they, 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 they were very wise people. But, but Scott, think about it. It took a minute to load a musket ball. Back when the Constitution was ratified. No, you could load three of them and within a minute. I've okay. seen the movie. Look, 500 rounds in a minute is a lot different. Well, there's a lot more people. <laughs> Wade, you're on the Scott Connor Show. What, what do you think, man? Well, I think that uh, you're absolutely right. We should have the right to buy any weapon that we can afford, period. It says shall not be infringed. It doesn't mean mandated so that uh, our rights are taken away a little bit at a time. Amen. And uh, just because it's modern society means that an oppressive government has very uh, effective weapons, then the uh, people should have very effective, effective weapons. weapons. Now, what about, what? Where should, is there a line to be drawn there, Wade? I mean, can we have, if, if I could afford, a, in fact, you and I, if, if things haven't changed, because I worked on movie sets, and at one time I was an FX guy, so if you have a clear record, you can go to the uh, uh, who, 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 firearm tobacco people, right? ATF. ATF, and you can fill out a form. And anybody, United States citizen, at least this was 10 years ago, you could actually own a grenade launcher. Uh, you could own a, a, a barrage of things if you right. wanted after, to. After an, FBI, after an FBI check to make sure that you're not some, you know, Islamic terrorist dope dealer or something like that. Right. Yes, you can. Uh, you can get a class three license, and you can own anything you want. And short, and of a nu- short of a nuclear weapon, which I think we ought to be able to buy those too if we want to. Well, wait. I don't know, Wade. I mean, Wade with a nuclear weapon. Woo-hoo. Have you driven on I forty, Wade? Huh? Have you driven on I forty? No, I'm stuck in traffic. No, I'm saying if you had a nuclear now. weapon, we'd be all be gone. I forty. Well, I get so no, peed I'm, off at I forty. I just I blow everybody up. But that is my point. Right. The government never, they, the framers of the Constitution never intended for the government to outgun the populace. Absolutely. They just, they just come from out from under the thumb of an oppressive government that had, that had uh, already been pushing their weight around with that all, to start with. The reason they put the Second Amendment in there was to make sure that people had the right to protect themselves against an oppressive government. And do, and and I, as as Larry, our, our our legal correspondent in the field, history repeats itself. And eventually, a government, if they have the ability to overthrow the populace, they will overthrow the populace. Right. If I want if I want to buy a AH uh, one Cobra uh, helicopter. Then I should be able to buy one. I think you should too, Wade. I think maybe we should start a fund. Our forefathers didn't have rocket and I launchers. I sure wouldn't though. be stuck in traffic right that, that, now. That, that, but that's my point: is our forefathers didn't have rocket launchers. Our forefathers didn't have machine guns. Our forefathers didn't have repeating rifles. Yeah, but they have the modern technology at the time. I mean, they have. You know, I'm sure they are. No, but the, oh, all right. Anyways, hey, Wade. Thanks for calling the Scott Connor Show. That's my whole point. I'm with you, Wade. That's my whole point. I'm with you, man. The government listens to you when you are equal to them. That's right, they do. And uh, and 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 Colt made a uh, what they said. Colt is the equalizer. You know, God might have made men. You know, I don't know how it goes. God made men equal, but Colt made them equal. <laughs> Colt made them equalizer. Yeah, Colt made everybody equal. Anyways, we'll be right back from this break. You're on the Scott Connor Show, seven seventy KKOB.
This is the Scott Connor Show on New Mexico's leader, 770 KKOB. Listening to the Scott Connors Show. Money Talk, Bob Brinker, Saturdays and Sundays at 2, 770. KKOB. I'm telling you, it's the truth. Bunch of lib labs over there. Oh. We're back on the Scott Connors Show. Let me get out the numbers real quick 243 3333. If you're out of the calling area, 1 800 770. And of course, if you're on Altel or Verizon, it's easy. It's so easy. Billy, it's easy. Pound 770. You're in on the show. And I want to give a shout-out to my uncle. He's on I-40 right now, heading westbound. Hey, Uncle Mike. Hope you can hear me. (sighs) So what we're discussing is San Francisco has come up with an idea that they want to ban all all weapons. It doesn't even say handguns. It really is all weapons within the city limits. And it will be on a ballot this coming November, November 05. And if it does pass, they'll have 90 days to turn in their guns. So one day they're law-abiding citizens, and the next day, because a bunch of lib lads voted that they can't have guns, and all of a sudden they're criminals. And then, uh, anyways. And I say, you know, you, you need to, look, you need to, you should be able to bear arms. I mean, the moment that, I, the, oh, hang on, I even wrote notes about this, because I knew I'd get so flustered. Anybody that listens to my show, they know I get just so flustered, just want to grab them and... Ugh. Okay, anyways. The day that you, as a family man, this is my thoughts, the day that you, as a family man, uh, relinquish your right, i.e. ability to, to rule your own home and to protect your own family is the day that you cease, cease being a man. I'm not going to call the cops. He's breaking into my house and they got a gun. Oh, please, Mr. Officer, I want you to come protect my family. Hell no! You break into my house, you threaten my family? I'm going to shoot you, and I'm going to kick you, and I'm going to stomp on your dead testicles. Testicles. I'm so upset. Don't even screw with my family. Anyways. All right. Hi, Dave. Scott Connor. (laughs) Hey, Scott. I'm furious over this. Uh, You know, this is a nation of laws run by the lawless, and it is imperative that we be armed to protect ourselves. And I always carry a firearm. I don't care what the law says. It's that simple. I'm with there you. There are certain laws that need to be ignored, and that's one of them. Well, the simple thing, Dave, and tell me if you agree with this, is that if you disarm the law-abiding citizens, like yourself and I, Dave, if you disarm us and make us the criminals, the real criminals will have, always have access to weaponry, and you become subject to the, to, the, to the bad elements. That's too obvious. It's too obvious. It's too obvious. It, it, you know, well, we have a bunch of fools in the government. And uh, like I said, I don't even care about the uh, concealed carry laws. I carry anyway because they don't have the right to, to tell me whether I can or cannot defend myself at all times. Absolutely. I mean, you should be able to defend yourself. And, you know, the Canadians, I mean, the Canadians have a very peaceful way of looking at things. And, of course, we all saw... Um, Michael Miller's, uh, it's not Michael Miller's, Michael Moore. Michael Moore, right. 
Michael Moore's uh, you know movie uh, uh, Bowling for Columbine. And, you know, he made some interesting points there. But the fact of the matter is, is that we do live in a lawless land. We do live in the United States of America, where what makes us great is that we are an armed society. And what, what? If, if the government ever decides that they want to rise up, they have to, they have to think about that. And another thing is, what, something my old pastor used to tell me, absolute power does what? Corrupts absolutely. Corrupts. Absolutely. You're familiar with what hap- what's happening in Australia and New Zealand. Oh, yeah! Some, well, how did that go down? Somebody shot somebody, and they did a special convening of their, 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 uh, their Congress, or whatever they call it, Parliament, Congress. Parliament. And then within, like, I don't know, a day or two, they outlawed all weapons except, like, a shotgun. Right. And, and, and you, ha- you, were, you were an outlaw. And right. now crime has actually gone up. Way up, way, way up. up. 70% in violent crimes. And then, uh, and and then England, England's even worse, actually. Well, they say people don't have homicides, but you know what? The stabbings, the beatings, and all, I mean, people get stabbed left and right over there. Right. And if you try to defend yourself in England, you go to prison. Yeah. Lovely. Well, lovely. I'm here. They're there. Screw them. Oh, Dave. Yeah. Right, <laughs> I love my show. I, Dave, I. Feeling the love, Dave. Feeling all the right, love. All right, buddy. Thanks for Talk calling. To you later. Bye. What do you think about screw them on that one? Is that all right? <laughs> well, the first problem I have is when, what is a weapon, Scott? I mean, we're going to go back to that. If they're trying to ban all weapons, a screwdriver can be considered a weapon. This pen can be considered a weapon. That's a big pen. <laughs> the mind can be considered a weapon. The mind can be considered a weapon. <laughs> but you know what? If, if you start prohibiting or allowing certain laws and not other laws, then right. you run into a problem. I right. mean, why can't I carry my pot around? Or why can't I go out and get a prostitute or why because the government says it's illegal so if they can say well i mean you know you go on dates you know pretty (laughs) much you know if you're dating someone most of the time it's like getting a prostitute anyways you take them out to dinner you have wine and dime you spend a hundred bucks you're pretty much going to get the okie doke at the end of the night but what happens it's just the process okay but what happens when they don't you're going to pull the gun out then no no i mean no that's the whole hey this is a family show we know pulling guns on dates here okay <sighs> All right, Walter, here we come. Walter, you're on the Scott Connor Show, 770 KKOB. Oh, you guys sound great here. Uh, two quick comments. Number one, uh, it's always better to have a gun and not need one than need one and not have one. Absolutely. I, I certainly cannot trust my government to come to my house and protect me when someone's kicking in my front door. Well, you know what? A couple of years ago, when I lived in Houston, uh, it actually saved my life twice. My girlfriend and I were in a car and some... Yahoo decides that you know him and his buddy were going to carjack us, and they had guns. And I pulled my gun, but the problem is I had the better will than they did because my concern wasn't my car; it was the concern of the, the, my loved one. Right. And you pull a gun on me and my loved one, you better be able to throw down. Absolutely. And it saved our lives because I, you know, I had fire in my eyes. It just it was that close. I had the, I had the safety off, and I'm ready to go because you don't pull a gun. On me and somebody I love. Even my attorney. My attorney at law. Even though he's kind of a liberal in this area. You know what, buddy? I'll protect you. <laughs> don't, the thing is, look. Li- don't, don't screw with me. And that's the whole thing. Is with, with, when, when, like in Texas, you know, there are towns over there. You know, uh, crime, crime drops when you have an armed society. Especially if you have concealed weapons. Crime is it, statistics. I've got statistics here. Crime drops. But I can't conceal my dog. I've got to have a warning sign, right? I can't conceal my dog. 
warning, pit bull. Right. Right? Right. Okay, cool. but I can't conceal my gun. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, here's, here's something. Just one last thing. Um, you know, the general fear is uh, the government is going to disarm us, and we need to be armed to protect ourselves against the government. Absolutely. Okay, you know, there, there's, I, I think there's some truth to that, because as you say, history repeats itself. But here's something else to consider. In this country right now, the more polarized this country becomes, far left, far right, rich versus poor, I mean, we're getting set up for a civil war. I mean, I'm not an alarmist, but, you know, the possibility exists. And, you know, rather than fighting the government, you know, at some day there may be blood in the streets in the form of a civil war again. The way the, way the economy is going, the people are getting more and more desperate, and you, you have race concerns, religious concerns. You know what? Uh, I think a polite society is, in fact, an armed society, and I appreciate your comments on this. Thank you. Oh, man. You know, some people said, don't do this. You know, I always go after the subjects that are edgy, the subjects that need to be talked about, the common man, you know, the things that we're thinking but too afraid to, to speak of. And that's that, that's what I go after. And it's callers like Walter. Thank you, Walter. You want to do Damon? Oh, he's not there. Damon, you're on the Scott Connor Show. Hey, Scott. Hey, buddy. Hey, I, I want to give you a perspective of, I, I work with some Asian um, gentlemen that, can't believe that we're allowed to have our own guns. I, I guess the culture that I'm not sure what part of Asia they're from, um, but he made one of the guys made a comment to me one day that, oh, what if you get angry and you have the gun there? How do you know you're not going to? I'm a, and I, I told the guy, I said, do you know how bad my temper? I have the worst temper. I have put my fist through walls, plates. I've never hit an individual. Right. And I had I told him. I have lost my temper, I mean, so many times with the, my, my gun. I always carry my gun loaded with me. It's always with me. And never once. I've always had, I mean, what I told them is there's something in this country about having the right to own firearms. When you go and purchase a firearm, you realize that responsibility. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, absolutely, pretty it, it, much you do. It's something that you just have to tell yourself, okay, right now, I'm never going to use this except for if my life or my family was threatened. And, you know, maybe if he doesn't feel that way, that's fine. But if he would maybe go out and purchase a gun, learn learn to use it safely, maybe he would have a different train of thought. And I think all these people that think that everybody's going to just lose their temper and start shooting, or like you said, if you have a nuke, I'm going to use it on I-40, well... That's not necessarily the case. I think gun ownership in itself creates or makes the person more responsible just for for his own actions. You know, it's a benefit to society. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Acts, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I, 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 you can't get me a degree even, even anymore. I mean, thanks so much for calling. You know what, Larry? We're gonna we're gonna go to break. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting the big wave from 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 our our producer Billy. So, Billy, are we going to go to break? You want to do that? All right, buddy. Let's go to break. We'll be right back after these messages. This is the Scott Connor Show on the home for Lobo Sports, 770 KKOB.
This is the Scott Connors Show. Hear college football's national championship game, January 4th at 6, on your home for champions and leaders. News Radio 770, KKOB. Hey, we're back. 243-3333. If you're calling from out of the calling area, it's one 800 460 If you're on Verizon, I'll tell it's pound 770. In the studio with me, once again, at my behest is my legal correspondent in the field, now in the studio, Larry One-Liner Hayek, attorney at law. Thank you, Larry, for joining us. <laughs> no problem, Scott. And Carson has uh, has moved up the food chain, and uh, we went ahead and got Billy. Billy's agreed to come in and do my show. He does all the big big wig guys, the Lanucci and uh, who else. But you know, he's a professional producer, and, and like I said, Carson, they, they, they need him elsewhere. They pull him up the food chain, so now they stuck me with you, man. Yeah, you got the A-team. I got I the A-team. I don't know what's going on, but they gave you the first stringers. <laughs> yeah, because Connor and Carson were the C-teams. Now we got an A-C-team. AC, like like electricity. <laughs> I don't know where that's going. All right, carry on. Carry on. Okay, the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution states, the right of the people to, to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Gun owners led by the National Rifle Association interprets this to mean that the government has no business telling people how many and what kind of guns they can own. The NRA says guns do not kill people. People kill people. Now, personally, I think it's bullets that keep people. Bullets that kill people. (laughs) If I can get that line out. (laughs) Maybe we could just sell guns and then no ammo. And that way you just go through people and go, bang! (laughs) If they got a bad heart, they could drop. Well, just like when you were a kid, you had the, the toy guns that you know, had the little thing that came out and said bang on it. Yeah. Little... But then you had to be literate. <laughs> and I, I, in public high school, be like, okay, what's that say? And of course, being dyslexic, dyslexic it'd be like, what? Backwards. <laughs> Anyways, San Francisco, bunch of liberals. And you know what? I'm not, you know, I'm not, I agree with the liberals sometimes and I agree with the conservatives. I'm just the average guy, Larry. Well, you know, I've known you long enough to know that there are some things where you're wide right and some things where you're wide left on. <laughs> but on this issue, I can tell you, I can tell the listeners out there, you are. I'm not right. right. I'm just an American. You, you, you carry that NRA bumper sticker everywhere. You you're need damn to right I do. <laughs> NRA all the way. Anyway, so anyway, San Francisco wants to go ahead and they've got this thing that's going to be on the ballot in November of 05. You know, let's not say 05 anymore. Let's do OT5, like they used to do at the turn of the century. OT5, OT4, OT5. Anyways, November of OT5, they're going to put this thing on the ballot that, that, that requires, and if it, if it passes, uh, 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 residents of San Francisco within the city limits will have 90 days to relinquish their firearms, or you'll be considered a criminal. And I, 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 I don't... I, how, how can... They can't pass that. The Constitution... In the, in the Second Amendment, uh, how can they f- supersede that? Well, they're going to have a difficult time trying to make this, if they do pass it, trying to make it constitutional or pass constitutional muster. I mean, you've got to consider that. Like in ketchup and muster? <laughs> no, mustard. No. Okay. Uh, no, the, the, the concept is, is that this has to pass constitutional muster, meaning that it has to be found to be constitutional in order for it to remain into effect. And I'm sure the NRA will spend its billions of dollars attacking it. Yeah, the NRA says that, uh, let's see, the gun lobbyists have uh, responded to the personal, 
uh, such as the proposal with a promise to stop it either preemptively or subsequently in legislations. So, I mean, that's the NRA's, you know, and thank God for the NRA. Thank God for what? Thank God for the NRA. Thank God we're going to do away with the NRA. No, no, we're not doing away with the NRA. I'm paying my what? dues. You're paying your dues so you can go after uh, Scott. Let's let's <sighs> let's take David. Hey, David, you're on the Scott Connor show. Hey, hey. All facetiousness aside, you've got to have three things when you're going to decide to be armed. You have to have the proper tool for the job. Which means none of these little twenty-two or twenty-five um, cheapy pop guns. You have to have something with with the with a bang, with a kick. Yeah, something with some necessary power to stop the individual. You have to be able to shoot. Now, a lot of people will buy a gun. They'll stick it in the closet or in the drawer. Oh yeah, then they'll they'll, they'll they spray w- everything but the person. Yeah, I I go out. I put two hundred rounds every month down through the nine millimeter that I have. Right. And the third thing is, is that you've got to be willing. That's that the other is. thing. You know, that's that's the thing that the last caller said, David. I don't know if you caught that, but he says he has some Oriental friends from the Orient. <laughs> I guess that's where they're from, or Jersey. And yeah. uh, you know, they, they they're like they're they're like uh, you know. Uh, I'm going to scare them. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to shoot the gun up in the air. No, if you have the situation, it doesn't matter what I was saying. Where, anyways, where you're going to be having to defend your life, you have to be able to live with the fact that you're going to point this at an 18 or 20 or 21-year-old kid that looks like the one that the mom next door takes care of, and you're going to have to put him down, and you've got to be able to live with that. Now, my rights are, I can live with that. I have a family. I have children. If I feel it is necessary, I will do what is necessary to protect that family. There's a lot of people that don't. That's all right, too. If you don't feel like that, go right ahead and not feel like that. You don't have to do this. But my concern is is that every time somebody who can't do that thinks that they can tell me that I can't either. Absolutely. And that really irritates me. Do you know why Switzerland is such a nice... Oh, I got the answer to this, Dave. Can I answer? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, me, please. Everybody. Can I answer? Please. Can I answer? Please. Sure, go ahead. Please. Can I answer? Thank you. Because every citizen in Switzerland is armed with a like a assault rifle. Every citizen yeah. is considered the military. They, they all have, have an FM, FN light automatic rifle in the closet. They're all fully automatic. They are actual military weapons. Man, of, woman, of, uh, and child in Switzerland. Yeah. Everybody has to. You know, it's not just because it's in the mountains and they have chocolate that it's such a nice, quiet place. It's because everybody knows if you go off somewhere and you decide to be insane or you decide to be angry and you decide you're going to take it out on somebody else, there will be someone there that will see you do it and they will stop you. Yeah. With whatever necessary force that they have. Just like Texas. God bless Texas. God bless Texas. Well, well, you, you know what Ron White says? Well, okay. Everybody else in the country is trying to do away with the death penalty. In Texas, they're putting in an express lane. I'll put them on a <laughs> conveyor belt. That's what because, I say. Because if you, if you do something, if you hurt somebody or kill somebody with three credible witnesses, 
There's no 10 or 20 years. They move you to the front of the oh, line. Oh, that's even biblical, my friends. That's even biblical. With two or three witnesses, it's established. Absolutely. That's right. That's why they do that, because the Justice Department there says, you know, we're not going to play around anymore. Our citizens are far too important to us to sit there and let the cowards and the rapists and the people who don't care about human life run amok and do what they want to. If you're going to act like that, we are going to stop you. We will kill you back, as as Ron White says. Well, so, you know, Ron White, he's, you know... He, I don't yeah, know. He's, he, he's a drunkard and he's an idiot, but, you know, even from the mouths of babes, sometimes you hear Shakespeare, so... Oh, man, Mike, I'll tell you, David, wow. All right, David, thanks for calling. We'll see you. Larry, they want to take your guns in San Francisco, but let me tell you something else. This is a thought I had real quick. You know, history repeats itself, and you teach history, right? Correct. Okay. When you take morality, i.e. God, when you take God out of society, you take prayer out, you start going the immorality thing, you start having the orgies and, you know, the, the, the monkey juggling and all this other stuff. You know, when you start to go the, the, just the, 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 the pagan way, then society starts to fall apart. And, you know, and then might that be, might that be the reason why that they're having a crime rate? You know, you, you, when I talked to our former governor, uh, Johnson, when he wanted to legalize marijuana, and he was quoting Amsterdam as being this peaceful place, and da 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 da. Well, the fact of the matter is, nobody's you know was committing you know uh, 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 homicide, but uh, 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 domestic abuse was up like four hundred fold. STDs were up five hundred fold. Uh, you know, home domestic uh, break-ins were up. I mean, so you, you got to take San Francisco as a mecca of of immorality over there, and then they bitch and complain about. Oh, a piddly 86 deaths in one year. I mean, come on, you're pretty much peaceful. But you're complaining about you're complaining about a law that they want to put in place to ban guns, yet there are laws that are put in place to ban marijuana. And there's laws put in place I, to ban Well, you know what? I don't know how many people have been like killed with a dangerous doobie. Well, maybe that'll make them less angry if they had the opportunity to smoke. Well, they, they do all that nonsense over there. It's San Francisco. Michael and Mary, you guys keep holding for me. We're going to get to you when we come back from the break. You're on Scott Connor Show. This is the Scott Connor Show on New Mexico's leader, 770 KKOB. Hi, this is Margaret Attic on the Chavez. And this is Richard Eads. Please join us for a very special reading Albuquerque Sunday evening at 6. We'll be reading one of my all-time favorite books, The Polar Express, and we'll be joined by the children of Albuquerque for this week's show. Reading Albuquerque is a chance to gather your children around the radio and help them improve their reading skills. So please join Richard and me this Sunday evening at 6 for The Polar Express on Reading Albuquerque. A very special holiday, Reading Albuquerque. Partnership with the City of Albuquerque, community leaders, and 770 KKOB. 
Make your holiday meal the best ever. Visit Keller's Farm Stores. Your family will love Keller's mouth-watering selections of holiday favorites. Smoked ham, prime rib, beef tenderloin, leg of lamb, exotic meats, and of course, their famous fresh turkeys. Keller's meats taste better. They're fresh without all the chemicals you'll find in other meats. Get to Keller's Farm Stores today or call to place your order for the finest holiday meats. Keller's will roast or smoke your holiday meat or the entire meal with all the trimmings. Keller's, because your family deserves the best. Coors at Montano and Eubank at Candelaria. Brycon Corporation is a full-service general contractor headquartered in New Mexico with offices in Arizona, Colorado, and Texas. They've provided quality construction management and services for nearly two decades to the technology industry, academia, and local municipalities. Brycon's capabilities range from highly specialized clean room construction to more general commercial and industrial construction. Brycon employs over 625 people in the Southwest. Their in-house architectural, mechanical, and electrical professionals are ready to help their clients build their success. For licensing information, visit careonecredit.com. Looking for a way to get free from debt? Well, gather up your bills and call a Care One Credit Counselor today. We are nonprofit credit counseling agencies that have helped 2 million people just like you. I see people every day who are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge and the bottom is bankruptcy. We pull them back and they appreciate that. You get to consolidate your payments. You only have to make one payment a month instead of worrying about three, four, or five. Care One Credit Counselors have experience assisting people to get out of debt and get on with their lives. To help you take your first step, they're offering a consultation and debt analysis. Call 1-800-700-3229. It is your path out. People are truly amazed when they call us and see what we can do to help them. I mean, the relief in their voices. Call us because we can do amazing things. Get your consultation and debt analysis by calling a Care One Credit Counselor today. 1-800-700-3229. One simple and confidential call can get you debt-free. Call 1-800-700-3229. 1-800-700-3229. My saddle's flowing flavor when I can mix it up. I gotta have everything I want. Well, you know what's up? Hit me on McGriddle sandwich in the morning. McGriddle sandwich, McGriddle sandwich in the morning. McGriddle sandwich in the morning. Oh, all my favorite tastes. I want bacon, egg, and cheese plus sweet griddle cakes. When McDonald's sets it out, it's a breakfast for a king. McGriddle's are what I want when I want some of everything. McDonald's, I'm loving it. Being a chicken selects? Yeah, buddy, we're the rock stars of chicken. Rock stars, so we're really good. Yeah, man, fans love juicy hunks of chicken breast. And all our sauces, ranch, buffalo, honey, mustard. Yeah, we can get pretty saucy. Ooh, you said that with a lot of moxie. I got moxie, because I can get saucy. There you go, now you're feeling it. We're chicken selects, big strips of tender goodness, and we're only at McDonald's. I'm loving it. At participating McDonald's. You're listening to The Scott Connors Show. Villanucci, weekday afternoons at 3, 770, KKOB. Oh, the Canadians are wussies. They're a bunch of wussies up there. Canadians are wussies? Canadians are wussies. I think we should go to war with Canada. It would last maybe 24 or 48 hours. We'd be like, okay, eh? Come on in, eh? You know? I mean, I mean, and then, of course, any American that could listen to that long enough would want to shoot a Canadian anyways. Shut up! We got ways of making you pronounce the vowel O. You got the dangerous doobie out or what? Oh, the dangerous doobie. Anyway. All right. Back on the Scott Connor Show, 770 KKLB. Let me get out the numbers. 
my flock. It's two four three 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 three. Just do two four and lots of threes, and you'll get into the show. Two four three thirty three thirty three. We've got uh, three lines open. If you're calling from all the calling area, one eight hundred four six zero zero seven seven zero. And if you're on Verizon or Altel, you know it's a free call. They pick up the price for this thing, so it doesn't charge you. I, you know the cell phone company just screws you on everything, so you might as well use it. Pound seven seven zero. Pound seven seven zero. That's it. <laughs> like I like getting every cent I can out of the cell cell cell, cell phone companies. Anyways, San Francisco has decided with their lib lab attitudes over there to go ahead and try to ban their citizens from owning guns. And the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution guarantees us the right to bear arms. How you like them apples? And I love living in New Mexico. People say, why do you live way out there? I said, the quality and quantity of life are, are equal. And uh, also, I like a place where you can walk down the street. Literally, anybody can walk down the street with a gun strapped to their hip. Do not have to have a license as long as it's in plain view. Is that correct? Okay. The lawyers give me this. It's radio. You got to say something. Don't give me the look. Give it a look. I think it's correct. Yeah, it's correct. I mean, you can have a shotgun you know, strapped behind you. As long as you're not waving around going, whoopee. <laughs> but I can't carry around my dangerous doobie. You can't carry around your dangerous doobie. Let's go to Michael. Hey, Michael, you're on the Scott Connor Show. How's it going, Scott? Um, uh, yeah, I agree with you, bro, totally, on uh, about the incident with you and the house whole deal. But um, I was got a question for your attorney there. Uh, okay. Um, convicted felon could walk in and buy a muzzle loader straight up over the counter, no questions asked, in New Mexico. Is that true? But are you making not, this up, Michael? Or are you just are no, you just yanking with us? I'm not. I'm not shitting you one bit. Oh, um, a 50 don't, caliber don't. muzzle loader, primitive weapon, but is yeah. not allowed to carry it. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, we can't use that kind of language, Michael. So oh, I'm a, sorry about that. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, you're gonna get me in trouble, man. <laughs> I I skate <laughs> um, the line as it goes, brother. Woo, um, at least I know that, where the dump button is. Yeah, is that true or not? I've seen actually, I've seen the guy buy the weapon itself. You know, um, I don't I don't know if that. I would. I don't know if that's true. I thought that for any type of weapon that you had to, have, you had to have a uh, go through a background check, and if you was convicted, if you showed up as a convicted felon, you weren't allowed to obtain any type of weapon. Um, because I actually I took the guy to go buy one, and we bought it from a. <laughs> so wait a minute, you're aiding and abetting a, a felon? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you're a stoner, aren't you, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> The thing of it is, though, when he went to go get a license to go hunt with it, he was not allowed to carry it. So he was allowed to purchase it, but not allowed to carry it. Yeah. Wow. A muzzle loader. Yeah, a muzzle loader. All right, Michael. Thanks a lot, buddy. All right, man. Oh, man. I tell you. Okay, can, you can you carry a muzzle loader? I mean, you know, I, I think, how about, you know, what if we just, what if we just carry muzzle loaders? You know, like, you know, if, by the time you get done, I, most Americans are too damn lazy to, to, to get out the muzzle and rip the paper off the, the, the gunpowder and shove it down there and get the ball and then pack the ball in there. You know, I mean, we just like it more. We, we just like the, the more power, the more hefty it is. You know? Yeah. Okay. But, you know, but, you know, but you could take that same muzzle loader and turn it around and whack them with the butt of it. <laughs> yeah. Come here, I'm going to hit you with the butt of my muzzle loader. Come here, you little runt. Come here. Well, that's interesting. I could be Abe Simpson. It was interesting that he said he could purchase it, but he couldn't carry it. 
Well, would it be considered a, uh, uh, what's it called, antique? A vintage thing? Because in San Francisco, here, I got this thing. Where is it? Uh, in San Francisco, uh, the new proposition of, uh, sorry, the new proposed weapon ban- weapons ban would uh, would cause uh, uh, antique weapons dealers and auction houses to go out of business. Uh, one auction house actually makes uh, Butterfields raised $1.8 million in a two-day auction this past December 7th. So it's going to put people out of business. You know. But can, can, can a convicted felon you know, buy an antique you know, flintlock maybe? Well, I thought it was illegal for anything, for any type of weapon. What kind of attorney are you? You're representing <laughs> me? Oh, golly. All right. Hey, Robert, you're on the Scott Connor Show. Yo, Scott, what's up? Yes. Got you there. Uh, no, I'm here, man. Okay, dude. Hey, I'm a member of uh, PETA, and I'm also a member of the NRA. Wait, now. wait, 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 wait. You're oh, yeah. a liberal, and you're a conservative? Oh, no, 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 man. PETA's that thing. All right, all right, look, Robert, we're going to go to break. Uh, okay. Hang on, man, because I want to come all back right. to my liberal, conservative PETA uh, NRA friend. All right, buddy? Oh, we're <laughs> I'm supposed to do that. Anyways, we're going to break. We're back after the top of the hour. 243-3333-1-800-460-0770 or pound 770 on Verizon or Altel. We got two lines open. Scott Connor Show. This is the Scott Connor Show on New Mexico's leader, 770 KKOB.